Hey, y'all. It's Sugar here. And you know what time it is. If Sugar's in the building or if Sugar's outside, I'm outside, it must be 7.30 on a Wednesday. And we out here talking women's boxing. So um, I'm going to introduce myself. My name is Natalie Sugar Brown. I have been an elite fighter for uh, the, the last uh, 20 plus years. Yes, I am. And I am a crone, as they would call us. Um, I have been ranked in the top level or I have been an elite fighter for the majority of uh, my career as a fighter. And now with the Sugar Show, I'm here to provide some insight in the world, into the world of women's boxing. So I ain't talking about women who are in boxing, right? Because um, the lines get blurred there. Everybody, everybody wants, um, everybody wants some clout. Everybody wants some shine in this industry, even the men's, right? But it's about, we talking about us who bleed or have bled in there, us who have uh, signed our name and taken the risk of our life to do this and, and to move the industry forward. So tonight, uh, I'm going to share a bit of women's boxing history with y'all. One of the chapters, one of uh, an important, interesting chapter. And uh, like I always say, please, please, please chime in, ask questions. You don't have to know anything about this because not many people know about women's boxing even the people that claim to know right this is the platform of we just easy and we're having a conversation um we're having a conversation of just this perspective being a a woman uh in, in this industry, in the boxing industry, uh, and the life of a female gladiator. Okay. So uh, tonight we're going to talk about one of women's boxing's mega fights. Okay. Yes. Mega. Okay. Um, that term has been thrown around loosely in in um you know in talks nowadays and talks uh in, in for the past uh decade mega women mega but do y'all know what mega is in women's boxing <laughs> what does mega mean mega is not two broads fighting um, it goes a lot deeper for women in women's boxing. Our fights weren't against each other. Our fights were started off or our fights started off against the institutions of those who kept uh, uh, of boxing. Our mega fights, our biggest fights, were against those gatekeepers that wanted to keep us out 
of the dance. And, you know, I always say this because I've learned this from my elders uh, and, and uh, a lot of them were just so funny this way where they've said, um, if you can't get in through the front door, sometimes you got to climb through a window. <laughs> right. And when I heard that, when I went as a, a youth hearing that, I understood that, okay, it's all about perspective, right? You're not going to be welcomed everywhere into every party, right? But that doesn't mean you can't get in. And once you're in, that's when you can have some fun, okay? And you can let some of your other people in too. And then we can have our own party in the party, which is what's happening right now, right? So women's boxing is a party in the party. Yeah. We got our own world. We got our own uh, rules. We got our own social um, uh, dealings. We, we, we got our own beefs. We, we got our own issues that, that we, we face, right? And um, a lot of people compare us or want to always compare us to men and male boxing. Um, when we first started or, or when it got really uh, popular around the 90s, uh, a lot of people wanted to see or wanted to infer that, oh, women are going to start fighting men now. And that really was not the that was not the intent of women boxing. Right. The intent of women boxing is we want to compete with our fellow women to see who's the best, who's the baddest, who will go there. It was never about stepping up to fight a man or a male. They ain't got nothing to do with this. Right. So um, going into the story now, we're talking about. Um, this particular story tonight because recently uh, for the first time women have been inducted into the International Boxing Hall of Fame. That's huge. Why? Because they never saw us before. They didn't see us. And now look at us. We get invited to the dance. We got some ladies that are, are got tables at the dance now. And it, it's it it feels good. It feels good, but there are still a, there is still a lot of controversy with the names that have been inducted into the International Boxing Hall of Fame. And I'm using my platform, the Sugar Show, to clear some things up. Because like I said earlier, people out here think they know about women's boxing and they don't know shit about women's boxing, right? So quote me just like they quote uh, Uncle Roger, right? Saying that, oh, well, he don't know shit about boxing. You don't know shit about women's boxing, but I'm going to tell you something, right? I'm going to enlighten you tonight, okay? So, 
the story starts off in 1974. Two women, female fighters, walk into the New York State Athletic Commission and they fill out their application because they're excited to become professional boxers. It ain't had nothing to do with women, female. They wanted to be professional pugilists, right? And so their names were Jackie Atanawanda and uh, Miriam Tremar. So they walked into the office, filled out their application. And of course, being women, going into the athletic commission to get a professional license to do anything was preposterous at the time because it was against the rules. But, hey, um, they went in, they wanted to see what, what, you know, they wanted to see what would happen. So went in, they went in there and despite the sarcasm, despite being left, out of the office, they still had the, um, they, they still had the, what word do I want to use? They still had the hope that they would one day be a professional fighter, right? It's just so simple. Nowadays, you can go into your local commission and fill out an application and be which and, and be a fighter, right? Um, but at this time, you had to be a certain type of person to go get your boxing license. So, um, uh, Jackie Tonawanda and Miriam Tremar were denied their boxing license. Okay. Um, the, the New York State Commission, which is a group of people who um, agree or decide whether to pass through a, a request or not, they unanimously denied both women of their professional boxing license. Um, there was an actual rule stated that no woman may be a licensed boxer second or licensed to compete in any wrestling exhibition either with men okay so basically with men meaning that you couldn't even be on a card fighting right so you couldn't fight another woman on the same card boxing card as men so there it is Okay. Now the gate, the, they close the gate on us, on women. Okay. It's a rule, right? The chairman of the New York uh, Athletic Commission, and I ain't even going to speak his name. Okay. But I mean, if you want to look it up, it is, I, I want you to look it up. These uh, uh, sugared, sugar, talks about this or I talk about these things because but I, I'm not or or my show is not about re reeling out numbers and reeling out you know all of these facts or whatever because guess what 
they ain't facts. The numbers aren't real. None of that stuff is the truth. It's made up. It's based on who remembers. It's based on who decided to make an account that that actually happened. Yeah. And I don't go for that. Right. I, my, my coach, Johnny Gant used to say this. Speaking to somebody who went to school and studied and read a book about how to fly a plane is a different conversation than speaking to someone who is actual who is an actual pilot right hear those bars now reading a book about something and actually living that life is two different conversations and that's where they conflict right I'm on this platform. The sugar show is real. I'm telling you that real because I lived it. I'm not telling you a number. I'm not telling you a date. I'm not telling you none of that because I lived it. Those who haven't lived it got to give you numbers. They got to give you those things to entertain you, right? Because they can't give you that hard won, hard fought authentic perspective of that life, okay? But I would love if some of you guys chimed in with the numbers, please. Um, I always have my, I, I, I always have my participants and, and, and fans that drop in or, or people, my, my people out there that drop in that uh, drop some jewels, drop some information, drop some numbers. Uh, and, and dates and all of that stuff that that we can um, we can refer back to. So, you know, I, I'll let y'all I'll let y'all bring the numbers. But I, what I'm doing is I'm I'm spitting that ether, <laughs> that real, that fire. Okay, so um, I digress. Back to the story. Okay, so um, the chairman of the athletic commit the New York Athletic Commission had been quoted to say that licensing female boxers would erode the sport's image, the sport of boxing's image as a manly art of self-defense. Now you hear that bull jive? Let me tell you what that means, or let me tell you what that translates to in, in real life mileage and perspective. Those type of men are the type of men in the gym where if you step into the space with them, all of a sudden they feel like they're not a man anymore. Just by me being here, just by me stepping into the space, now I have, um, I, I have now, uh, uh, done something to where you don't feel like you're a man anymore. I, I have um, in, imposed on your manhood just, just from my presence. Let me go even further. You got some men now 
like that who are outside of the ring, but then there's some men that are in the boxing ring like that, right? So uh, I'll give you a story about, I'll give you one of my stories. Um, you know, just starting off as a, a young woman boxing, I, um, I, I had no, there was very few other women in the gym, if any. So I mostly sparred with men. And not to say that there weren't men or young men out there that were very encouraging and, and, and were very helpful in my growth and development as a fighter. They, they, they didn't coddle me, right? They showed me what the hell it was in there and, and what, what I needed to expect and expect to be in there. So I'm grateful for that. But you got you had the other ones, which I am also grateful for, that were um, intimidated by just the presence of a woman in the ring with them. So going into to sparring or going in boxing with a male as a as a female now uh, is a different game plan right because i have to understand and respect the fact that i am a woman and a lot of the time i'm not going to be physically stronger than the man that i'm in the ring with man strength women's strength are different strengths they're still strengths okay uh some women don't get that some men don't get that Right. But I had to quickly uh, come to terms with that. So as I'm boxing or as I get as I get the experience of boxing different sparring partners, I understand that or I saw that some men, some males, young men were uh, very privy to that understanding. They they knew what that meant. And some men had no clue, right? So some men use their strength to show me or did use their strength in reservation in taking that man strength off the playing field, off the chessboard and use this, right? Because boxing is all about this. Yeah, we use this, right? But there's a strategy and a plan behind this. And those men that I went into the ring with and I sparred, they actually um, used me to help them uh, elevate their IQ as fighters in there, right? They respected me as a fighter enough to look at me as a fighter to know that I can think just like them. I can come up with a plan just like them. And they wanted to see what I know. And I pressed them. I, I, I pressed them. Yes. I put some things together. I got them sometimes. I won some rounds off the strength of this and understanding that skills pay the bills and it's how you apply those skills. Right. But then there were some sparring sessions where 
I put something together and I catch a guy. And all of a sudden, oh my gosh, he's not a man anymore. He turned that he turned the male energy straight up. And now that's all he's using. And he's flashing me around and pushing me around and he's hitting me hard. Yeah. Right? Because he wants me to know that he's a man, which <laughs> is quite obvious, dude. You're a, you're a man or you're male and I'm female. But I'm not going to quit. You're not going to make me quit because I got this and I got skills that pay the bills. So the more I used my brain and the more I used strategy to get over in the sparring session and, and win those battles that went down in each round, the more they left or got away from their mental capacity of being a fighter and got into their ego of being a man. Some sessions, I got hurt. Yeah. Some sessions had to be stopped. But guess what? Sugar never quit. Never quit. Because I understood that that was the um, that was the, the battleground. That was the playing field. Um, understanding that um, some some that, that it, it was a matter of a person's manhood. <laughs> Me boxing was a matter of someone proving their manhood per se against me and and had to prove them that they're they're men just like the rest of the men that were in the gym or 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 had to represent for all men that ain't no woman going going get a shot in on them or ain't no woman going beat them in a sparring match go fig sugar's still here standing and i could still say my whole name natalie niche brown that's my whole name i remember it OK, some of you guys out there and I'm sorry to say this, bring this up. <laughs> Y'all can't even get past the first syllable. And it's because. Right. That ego you use, you, you, you use the discipline of boxing to get in the way of elevating yourself to a better or a different perspective of life. And getting through and getting and being successful, because really that's what boxing is. Boxing is the personification of achieving a goal. You start, you start from the training right up until you get into the ring, right? You have to achieve small milestones and small goals to get to the bigger picture, right? And that's why I believe everyone should box, not not competitively, but everyone should apply themselves to some kind of martial art or that kind of discipline, because um, you real you you realize who you really are, you realize the fabric that you're made of when you participate instead of spectate. 
Um, but I digress going back to the story or going back to this page, this chapter in women's boxing history. Okay. So, um, the industry for the industry of, of boxing for women was now stacked obstacles, right? Because in the 1970s, there, there was still, um, racial tension, you know, there was still prejudice, right? Where certain people, certain classes, certain groups were more valuable than the other groups. And there was, um, segregation where we, there, there were, we couldn't even come together. You know, we couldn't even have relationships, right? Um, this was like fresh off the civil, civil rights movement. So not everyone got it. Okay, and now we have women who dared to step outside the lines of even that and, 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 press, and press the status quo of the whole perspective of what women represented and what women should be, right? So these two young ladies, I love them with my heart and soul. Because I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be sugar without them. Stepped in and stepped up to make the first step for great, this great, great um, turning point in history to happen. So uh, Miriam uh, Tremar and Jackie Tonawanda were denied their licenses unanimously by the New York Athletic State uh New York State Athletic Commission, okay? Um, Jackie, who I think she was about, Jack, uh, Jackie Tunawanda, who was about 27 years old at the time, I think. Um, like like I said, these numbers and, and, and these um, dates are um, hit or miss, right? But she was a young woman at the time that wanted to do something out outside of what anyone else could imagine, her and Tiger, uh, uh, Miriam Tremar. Jackie Tunawanda then went to the Human Rights Commission of New York, where she made the argument that uh, her being denied her license to fight professionally revoked her ability to make a living. Right, because okay, I, how you going deny uh, a, how you going deny a doctor his or her license? They can't legally practice. They're breaking the law every time they do something that they have been trained to do, or something that would make their living. Where everyone else is practicing the same thing, right? So, Jackie. Uh, pivoted or she she took another angle on that which i absolutely love right because like i said perspective is the key right they went through the door they went and tried to go through the door and the door was slammed in their face jackie uh seemed to be a slick slick one she seemed to be you know she said no it's not going down like that that's my human my human right is to be able to make a living i want to professionally make a living as a pugilist, as a boxer, as a fighter. So um, 
the New York Commission now came back with their rebuttal saying that it was a safety issue. Okay, women needed special equipment to ensure their safety because, you know, we got we got different bobbles and different jiggles than you guys are certain. Y'all jiggles are are in in different places than our jiggles. Let's put it that way. (laughs) Okay, all right. It's a I mean, it's my show. I'm trying to keep it. I'm trying to keep it PG. But, you know, if you know, you know. Um, so that being the case, they're saying that, you know, they, there was no equipment at the time that would ensure the safety of our jiggles or the safety, our, our, um, uh, immediate safely safety in participating in, in, you know, um, in, in this combative sport. Okay. Um, and they stuck with that so where Jackie Tonawanda still she she stayed in court with them uh continuing to press her argument of her human her basic human rights have have been you know denied because she she cannot make a living the living that she wants to so um uh then you know, the fight kept going on. Uh, the Tiger went on a hunger strike. Okay, so uh, Miriam Tiger Tremar actually went on a hunger strike. I believe it was something like two months. She did not eat. She stood outside of Madison Square Garden protesting. Okay, she shaved her head. She did all of these things to get the attention. She was a female fighter she was a female gladiator and she exists right where people wanted to deny her very existence okay so that's huge right this is one young woman these are young women who now have devoted their life to changing the scope Okay, so um, now 1977 comes around where some states got the some states got it right. Some states were more progressive. Thirteen states uh, allowed women to box. Okay, but New York still stood on their denial of allowing women to box professionally under the law. It was still uh, illegal in New York. Okay, so um, I'll name those states. I'll, I'll name a couple states. Okay, so uh, we had Texas, uh, where Barbara Barbara Butrick, yeah, Butrick, yes. Sorry, but sorry, Mama Barb. Um, you know that you. It's not disrespectful. Sugar is just bad with names. But she, I mean, that she has a deeper story, deeper roots than than this into it. Where I will visit in uh, another um, chapter of women's boxing. But we talking about uh, we we talking about Miriam um, Tremar, Jackie Tonawanda, and and Kathy Davis. Kathy Davis who I'm introducing right now into the plot, okay? Into the story, into the history. So um, 1977 comes around, 
women are boxing in 13 of the 50 states. Okay. Um, New York stood by their denial of legally allowing women to box. Okay. Um, so therefore, guess what? I'm going to give you some real perspective of what was going on at that time. It's not that women weren't boxing. It's not that women weren't fighting. <laughs> we was doing that best underground. Yeah. We were underground fighting. We were fighting in the strip clubs. We were fighting in the mud wrestling um, the clubs. We were going across the border fighting people. We were still fighting. Just because y'all say, or just because a commission says, or just because there was no sanctioning body saying that we were legitimately doing something, don't mean we weren't still behaving badly. <laughs> okay? So women were still fighting. Okay? Uh, I believe, and I, I would definitely believe uh, uh, Marion Tremar might have had some underground fights. I believe that Jackie Tonawanda may have had some underground fights and many other women were doing that. Um, I'm say, I said that to say this, at the recent induction of Jackie Tonawanda, um, lovely assistant, can you put these, can, do I have some images that you could put up? I'm sorry, yeah. Um, I'm hoping that my face could get side by side, but if not, we, we could keep going, okay. So, um, that, I mean, this is an article showing the, the, the women along with the great Floyd Patterson who, who served on the New York State Commission um, actually getting the right. This article shows them in the commissioner's office actually receiving their boxing licenses. Okay, so you got Jackie Tonawanda on the far left. Okay. Then you got Kathy Cat Davis in the middle, okay? And then you have the legendary uh, Lady Miriam Tiger Tremar on the right with the ball head. She's born the baldy next to the legend Floyd Patterson, okay? So, um, I mean, this, the, the, this, is the, the, this is the documentation Okay, this is where it starts for some people, but it been been for for many of us. Okay, uh, do I have another image, um, lovely assistant? I know I got people listening in, right? But I, I got pictures, right? So, um, and I want you guys to look these ladies up too. So the um, image that's up right now is Jackie Tonawanda, and I started off with her because in the uh, in the recent International Boxing Hall of Fame, she was inducted. Uh, she, she, she's no longer with us, RIP champion, right? But there are a lot of people up in arms, a lot of um, men's out there because that's who I've seen. Got they, got they briefs and they boxers in a wad between they, they, <laughs> they hind parts about this woman getting inducted into the International Hall uh, Boxing Hall of Fame because they said, they said, they said, they said she never fought. They said she uh, lied. They said 
she didn't do what you clearly see her dressed up to do. They said she only had one fight in her entire career. And it was a sanctioned fight with someone else. I'm, I, I, don't know the, I don't know the other contender's name. But just to let you know, she actually had a fight with someone else. She had a fight with another contender. Okay. So if women weren't fighting, where they where are we where are they finding other women to fight? Right? So she fought another contender at Madison Square Garden. Okay? And she lost that fight. And you know, it was a big laugh or whatever because uh, from what I understand of Jackie Tonawanda's personality is she was in your face. She's going to tell you what it is, who she was, okay? And she might even stretch the truth just like a lot of fighters do male and female we a lot of us talk talk shit a lot of us um blow blow ourselves and blow each other up bigger than who we really are it's a part of the game right but now we have these people that all of a sudden they know her they know the story and they're invalidating who she is and oh, it's a travesty that she got inducted. <laughs> Rocky is inducted. I said Rocky, Rocky Balboa is inducted in the International Boxing Hall of Fame. Was Rocky Balboa even a fighter? Did he even exist? No. And he's inducted into the International Hall of Fame. Why come? Why? Why? Now, is it a travesty that this woman, whether she was real or not, she, I mean, she got documentation. She walked in to get her license. She put her name on the line. She fought the institutions that denied her, right, of, of becoming an, a, a, a legal fighter right how and why come now she is not a candidate to be inducted into the hall of fame okay um no that that's not it, it's not gonna it doesn't work like that right um women she i, I do believe that she may have fought underground unsanctioned fights okay um and so that's why the, the spotlight is on her. Um, she deserves to be there. She deserves her spot in the Hall of Fame. She May she rest in peace. Her name carries on for her efforts because if it wasn't for her efforts, a lot of us, your Katie Taylor, your Cecilia Bregas, your other punks out there that y'all do celebrate wouldn't be here, okay? So next image, lovely assistant. And, you know, many of us, uh, many other greats in the industry wouldn't be here. I mean, your Layla Ali wouldn't be here if it wasn't for Jackie Tonawanda and Miriam Tremar and Kathy Cat Davis, right? Her daddy wouldn't go and sign her up for that. He didn't like it. Like, he, he laughed at these ladies, right? He wasn't, he wasn't about that women's fighting life, okay? Um... Okay, so I mean, 
you're gonna you're you're looking at another image here where this is Jackie Tonawanda fighting a male. Um, he seems to be some kind of wrestler uh, in martial arts, but these are the type of unsanctioned bouts that happen that female fighters, female boxers signed up to do just for the opportunity to fight, to get in the ring and fight. It means that it meant that much to a woman like us or a woman like me or women like us. Yes. Yeah. That path meant that much to us or means that much to us. Right. And because we took that path, now some of y'all have a job, right? You're Eddie Hearn now has a cash cow in Katie Taylor where he's making millions of dollars off of her. Okay. Jane Couch. I see you. I've been seeing you over there. Um, Britain's um, royalty. She is uh, over there boxing, uh, women's boxing royalty out of Britain. She put her life on the line. Ugh, Jane Couch, she put herself on the line and they, they stonewalled her, right? But do you see her at, do you see her being honored at any of their um, any of their events. Do you see any of these British broads out here even mentioning that the great Jane Couch, right? They have a job. They can make some money because of these women, right? But it, it um, they think the show's about them. Okay, so we we're gonna keep going. We're gonna keep going. It looks like the evening's coming in, so I'm I'm gonna continue with the story. So 1977, um, you know the different states came in. 1978. Now, uh, the girl, cat, the broad, uh, Kathy Cat Davis came on the scene. Um, and uh, please, please, uh, change. Please change my image, please. Keep going. Change the image. And um, that's Tanawanda again uh, in, in the ring, an unsanctioned bout, okay? Uh, fighting a guy, right? And you can see if she didn't fight or she couldn't fight, she she was definitely putting them putting it together in this image. You guys who are not watching uh, but the YouTube show who are listening in, come uh, check me out on Talk and Fight on my platform. Uh, we on YouTube. Come come find me. I'm out here. Okay. Um, next image, you guys. So Kathy Cat Davis. I'm trying to get to now Kathy Cat now. Okay, that's Tonawanda. Um, that, that that's her in the ring. Uh, that, that that's uh, another fighter. Keep let let's let's keep going through. So Kathy Cat Davis. Next image. Uh, there she goes, blonde, uh, young lady. Okay, so. Tiger Tremar and um, I'm I'm sorry, Miriam Tremar and Jackie Tonawanda are both um, would be considered black women, okay, women of color, and um, Kathy Cat Davis is now she is a blonde-haired, uh, white young lady, okay, and she came in around 1978, but her appeal is. She was, she had the market. It is what it is, right? Those two young black women, that wasn't the time for them. They weren't going to get that attention. So Kathy Cat Davis comes in, 
four years later, 1978, with her story. And um, she was the first woman to grace the cover of a major athletic magazine. They put her on the cover of Ring Magazine, the Boxing Bible. They call they call Ring Magazine uh, Boxing, the Boxing Bible. Uh, change the image for me, baby, please, my lovely assistant. So um, th this is an article about... Um, for, for those who are looking at the, my images and those are listening. Now she has some press. Kathy Cat Davis has some press. She's getting an audience. People are reading about her. They're looking at her. They're seeing her face. She's marketable. She's attractive. She's uh, appealing, right? So they see that she's a woman and she gets down and dirty in there. And some of y'all men's out there starting to like it. And some of us women out here are starting to say, yeah, that's what we do. A lot of us women, right? Some of us didn't agree with the approach of Kathy Cat Davis, right? Some were more hard edged, you know, when they say oh, she's not a real fighter, right? But Kathy was a real fighter, right? She got in there. She she trained. She did. She she tried her best, like many of the the other women's fighters that was out there was doing, right? Uh, in sanctioned and unsanctioned bouts, she was getting down and dirty. Okay, so um, Kathy now ha had the media behind her, which was very powerful. Okay, so thank you, Kathy. I love you with my, all my heart and soul. Okay. Uh, I don't know if you was a prejudiced woman or not, but you know what you did, did, did something for me because I wouldn't be sitting here, Natalie Sugar Brown, if it wasn't for your efforts and it, if it wasn't for what you did to add to this story. Okay. Now, um, Kathy uh, also pursued licensing, getting a, a, a license. Uh, in New York State, because this is where the fights were happening. Aside from Las Vegas, Madison Square Garden, Maddie was where Maddie Sin Square Garden was where it went down. Okay, and um, but you know, women wanted a chance. Female fighters, women boxers, wanted a chance to to be there and and, and to have a piece of that action. Okay, um, Kathy Cat Davis pursued getting her license aggressively okay and and so uh her market appeal with the media behind her uh was a, a, another big push as into where now in 1978 um the athletic commission finally pulled off it stopped pressing and 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 allowed these women, these three women, to get an actual professional boxing license. So we had one that went to the Human Rights Commission, okay? Um, Jackie Tonawanda, we had, and, and fought for that right to make a living as a fighter. Then we had Lady Tri Tiger Tremar that sacrificed herself 
and 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 she shaved her head. She she went on a hunger strike. She stood in front of Madison Square Garden so people could see that women were fighting. Female fighters existed, right? And 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 they she she made her struggle or she made the struggle something that now attracted attention. And then here we had Kathy Cat Davis now brought in that sex appeal that she used her womanly wiles to bring more attention and to bring the media into the public seeing that women were being denied a basic right of being able to make a living as pugilists, okay? So it all came together in 1978, and these three women went to the New York Athletic State Commission, and they received their official boxing, professional boxing license. Now listen to this now, okay? Industry, the boxing industry was and is still riddled with prejudice, okay? Still riddled with um, uh, uh, racism, still riddled with, um, you know, ju just the, the, the ugly things that, that stop all of us from having that equality of existence, right? Um, certain fighters had more value than others based on their race. And, and, and that's right. Um, certain, uh, there was um what is the word there 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 were um goodness you guys uh i'm on here and you know how you get where the word is right here but it can't come out of here i'm not punch drunk it's just that i'm at a loss for words right now um uh there was where did i i made my notes here because i have to say it the word is it um, segregation. That's the word. So the industry was segregated. There was racism and institutionalized sexism too now, right? Right? Because now not only are the men fighting among each other and separating each other, right? Black fighters can only fight black fighters. Hispanic fighters can only fight Hispanic fighters. White fighters can only fight uh, white fighters and so on, right? They were now holding, hold, uh, pressing the door closed so women couldn't get involved, right? So, yeah, we, we had our own fight, but you women stay out of this. Y'all can't come and join. OK, so being a woman now taking on this system, taking on this industry was a big, big uptaking. You read about it and it sounds easy. But being rejected on so many levels is hard because you can't get fighting out your system. I still get up in the mornings. I still run and I still shadow box. And I suppose I would be doing this until I'm old and gray. My grandkids will probably be watching grandma <laughs> do her shadow boxing and shadow boxing with her. 
with me, right? They'll have the story now that, yeah, my grandmama boxed. My grandmama was a champion. I'm so proud of that. I'm so proud when my, when my son says it. And my mom was one of the best fighters in the world. I'm so proud of that. Right? But with that story, I've lived rejection after rejection after rejection. And it was the story of these ladies, these ladies that kept me going. When I became a mother, when I was ignored by the media, when I, when there was segregation, when I had to go underground because sugar, yeah, <laughs> there's a story of sugar going underground too, just to fight. So read the story that I tell you about the life because I lived it. Okay. Each woman played a part. Each woman is important in the puzzle pieces. Change my image. Please change my image, lovely assistant. Please change my image. Right? Each woman. There you see Kathy Cat Davis in there with another contender. Fighting. Change my image again. Please. Okay, so these women are that women been been. We've been been out here. We've been been be behaving badly out here. You got a legendary trainer here teaching Kathy Cat Davis the Philly shell, the shoulder roll. Been been. Skills. Been been passed down from one young lady, from one woman to the other to the other, from men teaching us how to be gladiators, how to navigate this industry, how to be baddies out here. Right? This cute mess that you see now Mm -mm. It's very refined. It's very Disney. Okay. Um, the stories must be told. The stories must be told. Right? Because these these young ladies are doing their best. They're trying. They're at the Olympics. Right? Um, they're they're doing their best to represent, but many of them don't even know the foundation that they stand on, which is very disrespectful. The first thing I did when I got into boxing was I looked up who did it before me, how they did it, why they did it, so I can have a better understanding of where I was in the game and how I was going to transcend the game, right? There was an Olympics, but there was an Olympic team before Clarissa Shields even made it to the Olympics. She calls herself the Guat. Baby, you are, you are good, but you are not great, right? There were women. You stand on the shoulders of a lot of great women who could fight, who went three rounds, who stood in there with men who got hurt, who bled for you to run your mouth. I appreciate what you've done, Clarissa Shields. I, I love you too with all my heart. I respect what you've done. Some of the things you do, I don't like, but you know, it's just, that's just a personal, 
That's, that, that's a personal difference, right? But that what talk, greatest woman of all time, absolutely not. Don't do that, right? Because even Ali, who came out with the GOAT, greatest of all time, when he, I'm the greatest of all time, when they sat his ass down and asked him, do you really think you're the greatest of all time? He cleared it up and he said, no, Sugar Ray Robinson is the greatest of all time. And Sugar Ray Robinson didn't step on that one Olympic podium. Okay. You must acknowledge who was here first. Um, lovely assistant, please give me more photos. More photos, please. Um, because I'm only seeing the, uh, the, the one with us. We, we got Lady Tiger Tramar. Okay, so we she called herself Lady. She's Miriam Tiger Tramar. She called herself Lady Tiger Tramar because she's not leaving out the fact that she's a lady that's whooping ass in there. Okay, I love, I mean, th this is her and her pride. She, she wasn't a crone here. She was a broad. She was a baddie here. Keep going. Give me another image, please. That was her when she first started uh, the, in, in, in the gym. Um, I've, I, I've, I've, I'm hoping, fingers crossed, that, you know, I can connect and get her. She, I, I don't bring guests on, my, on, on the Sugar Show. Um, but bringing, bringing the great Lady Tiger Tremar on my show, she is not a guest. She is the reason why I have a show. <laughs> so um, she's a catalyst for, for, what you, for, for what you're sitting in on. So I'm hoping that I can bring her in and, and, and she, can, she can really tell you. She, could, she can spit that real ether on the sugar show. Okay, I'm hoping to get some some other royalty on this show because you know some these it it it, it is not a, a female fighter is now just relative, right? They're all well. You oh you come out you want to know you a champion, uh, compared to a crone who is is um thirty six and so and so, right? A female fighter is a female fighter. No, 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 no. We're not all relative. Right, there, there are layers. There, there are layers to this onion, and it gets real funky. <laughs> and y'all want, y'all will want to hear this. A lot of these stories, and and a lot of these hard fought stories, and 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 paths and journeys. Right, because it's not about what we do in the ring. Right, we ain't we ain't that nice yet. There's some of us that are skilled. And some of us, but the, the the appeal is the performance. And the performance is based on the experience. What a bad broad went through. What that crone has turned into. Right? That's the performance. That's the ass whooping that she brings to the ring. Or that's the that's the fight that she brings if she gets beat up or beat being a crone in there. It ain't about the youngins. It's about the crones. A female fighter is at her very best as a crone. That's after the age of 35. She's ripe. She's ready. She has lived her story. Okay? That's the cycle. 
Uh, give me give me that next image, please, um, lovely assistant. So we got um, we we got now Tiger. She's the uh, Lady Tiger Tremar in, in this image. Um, for those who are are just, I mean, you, you guys are listening, y'all are hearing, but the images are there. This image is just of her being that broad. Uh, th this image going through the industry, ups and downs, ins and outs, and you could still you could see the fight in her eyes. Right? She doesn't have that innocent look of those pictures that you saw before. Right? I'm, I'm showing you the evolution of one of the baddest bitches to have ever done this shit. Okay. Next image, please. Um, and this is the image. It's making me emotional that I love so much of Lady Tiger Chamar because you can see now that she is a crone in this picture. You can see the look on her face where she's been through all that shit. She's accepted it. She's accepted it. She knows who she is. Uh, she's been through the ringer. She got that mohawk. <laughs> and she's saying in this picture, I'm me. Come get it. She got that smile on her face. She got that look in her eye, right? Because she got that look in her eyes is telling everybody, I got so many tricks up, up my mofo sleeve. Come try me. Right? It's not that balled up look now like, oh, I got something to prove. And she's looking at you like, yeah. I, I Come teach. I'm, I'm, I, you going to learn today. You going to learn getting in it with me. Right? Uh, next image. Please. Um, and this is the last image um, I'm going to put on here uh, of the baddest, the, the, one of the baddest bitches that ever did it. One of the baddest broads that ever did this. Lady Tiger Tremar. You can see in this picture, she's bald. Okay. She's much older. She got that color to her and she's sporting diamond hoops in her ears with the, with the boxing gloves on, with the red lipstick, with that look in her eye. I got it. I'm me. I'm here. I love this picture too, right? Because in this image, or if if you people if everyone who hasn't listened been listening um uh, to me describe the image the image is showing a female fighter who has owned her journey has owned the path that she walked to become who she is in this fight game in boxing she made her name uh, it may not have not been a popular name at the time. Now she's getting her flowers. Now everybody wants to know Lady Tiger Trinma. And now everybody kissing on her cheek. Now everybody's taking pictures and hanging on her skirt tail or her robe, the tail of her robe. But this was the times when, where was you at? Right? 
No one knew who she was. She had to reintroduce herself every time she stepped on that square. And she owned it every time. So uh, that is the conclusion of tonight's sugar show. I wish I had people chiming in, but you know, it was a story time kind of night. And um, you know, we'll we'll re we'll revisit, we'll we'll visit a lot of paths and journeys walked by some of the baddest bitches who ever did it. <laughs> and yes, I use that term of endearment, right? Because when you're boxing, you're not nice. When you're fighting as a woman, you're not nice. You're a bitch. <laughs> you're doing you're doing things to break down, offset, disrupt someone else's plan, whether it be your your opposition in front of you, and that's not nice, right? So that's a term of endearment. It's not it's it, it, it's it's not a derogatory term. In this sense, we own that as as female fighters. We have a history. MMA ladies, right? We was the one. It was this story while you why you was able to get a license to do your wrestling and your MMA license or whatever. So that Ronda Rousey bullshit that that was years ago when they were talking about she was the most dangerous or whatever. But you see who de de dethroned her, though? Holly Holm, a boxer who came out of nowhere that stepped in the octagon, right? And when she got kicked all up in her chin and then she got the, the three-piece after, she really realized what gang gang was out was out here okay so yes representing for female or women's boxing right yes female fighting but women's boxing in particular right because we are the ones that had the story we're the ones that make the story we us right we put our lives on the line just so these other women can have a platform and an opportunity to show their disciplines as well. Okay. So uh, I am going to bid everybody adieu tonight. Thanks for coming and watching the sugar show tonight. Uh, like subscribe, share this sugar. Okay. And if you have any questions, please, I mean, uh, there's down down if you're looking at it from youtube or any other platform leave a comment ask me a question of course i will get right i'll get back to it okay uh the, the, there's some other there's some other stuff interesting stuff happening always in women's boxing and we'll talk about it every wednesday night at 7:30 so until next Wednesday night at 7.30. See you guys next time. Enjoy your weekend. Bye-bye.